You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Now, Don. No, I, I realise tension. This you're under a lot of tension. No, you bug it up. This no, is a second attempt. Don, I'm only oh, under tension. Yeah, because if you, you don't speak into the don't microphone. Don't you start putting it on me. So we, Are you in pain? Just a minute. Because uh, your mood is not the, very we, good this morning. We've got the doc coming oh, on from Sydney, Doctor. Ben Fordham, MD, managing Don. Uh, And um, we think he's so important we're doing... No, you think he's very important. You've interrupted my cup of coffee so I can get here. To no, interview Ben, be I don't know what he's got no, over you. Be less interested in wh- whether you've had your coffee interrupted. Uh, we 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 think he's so important. No, that you we've do. Made him a standalone uh, segment on this. Oh, really? And, and I've just before he comes on, he's going to ring in. He's ringing in from Sydney uh, on the he, on he the better ring. Just <laughs> Are you on, sure he is on the on the horns of a uh, great rating juggernaut success that he uh, had. That uh, was two weeks ago uh, on the horn of just on the end of it and I just want to mention this quickly before he comes on the the the, do you know the refuse or the uh, the the compost heap that is in residence on Beaconsfield Parade the woman no no, please don't talk the woman who has taken up residence she's no longer there I haven't seen she's there that she's got a tent now oh bullshit she has a tent I came past this morning I didn't see her well she must be on holidays in Fitzroy Street or something or camping somewhere she's got a tent she's got a tent and I, I'm only going to just, uh, we just keep oh. going on and on about this. Why the Council of Port Phillip? So She's what like will end up happening, what will end up happening will be that we'll have a tent city down there before long. Oh, People come will on, think, don't exaggerate. Well, why would you allow someone to... Uh, uh, erect a tent. Well, there's there the people, the, the residents beacon. have rung up, and the council and the council have said they can't do anything about it. Uh, and why can't they? I don't know. There no, must be right, something in the bylaws. When you say you don't know, this is what happens with a well, lot of the conversations we have done. No, no, well, is, they're learned people. I'm not going to waste my time getting and, and reading the bylaws for the St Kilda or Bayside Council about people vagrants on the street. You don't have to read the bylaws. You've got to use some common sense. No, it's not. Which is what you do not do a lot oh, of the time. Oh, oh, oh. I tell you, this is how we have the arguments about the voice. You say, oh, I don't know any about the voice. And that's exactly why you shouldn't vote for it, because you don't know. Of course I am. Don't tell me what I can't do and do. Um, I am waiting for information about The Voice. You've been waiting for nine months, Don. I know. At some stage, how about you get off your oughts? And go and find out what it's about. And and, and I, this is how we had this conversation last week. I said, "What is it about?" And you said, "Well, I don't know really." And I said, "I'll tell you what it's about. It's about dividing Australia." And then we had this. That's your supposition. Of course, it is. You've got no fact. I've Come up with fact about how many people on, are going to sit on this, on, how many... Hang da, on, da, da. There's, a, there's a little difference between having facts and an opinion. I gave you a whole lot of facts last week. No, you didn't. I gave you a whole lot of no, facts last week. What do you mean I didn't? I'm telling you, I did. I gave you a whole lot of facts last week about 
who were the original inhabitants of this country, a uh, whole lot of facts no, about... No, no, hang on, hang on. You talked about... Uh, you went off on another bloody tangent. I did not. You did? I didn't. I told you that the schools are now indoctrinating young I kids know, about and I've, the I told you that years and ago. the history of Australia. So you're not uh, telling Australia. me anything that's new. I was telling you facts, Don, and then my opinion is that the voice is a divisive document. It that's is. That's my opinion I, I because I've that. looked into it. I've looked into it and I've read out the, all the ambered claims the people who are promoting The Voice gave. You, you provide nothing. You just say, I don't know anything about it. Uh, and I'm saying, well, that's why you shouldn't vote for it. You're an intellectual pygmy. Uh, 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 Don, please. I, I, I'm giving you, I give you facts. You just go along with fucking, you think I your ideas with, go, are the hang, right hang, ideas. Hang, hang on, You're not a on, very tolerant hang, man. Hang on, I go along with who? With whom do I go along with? Hello? What's that guy? What's that? What's that got to do with going you along said, with someone? You said you. You're just an go intellectual bloody pygmy. No, Don. I hope you don't. You sit on your bum and watch often. CNN every afternoon, and that's where your ideas come from. CNN America are the most corrupt and disgraceful news. Oh, well, the other one, Fox. You look at they're Fox they're every afternoon. Disgraceful news. Sitting on your order. There's a man who's running that country called Joe Biden who is the most corrupt Jeez, and dishonest crime lord Joe, in, Joe Biden. In, in modern history. What about the and other they fellow? they don't even mention him. Shut up. What about the other fellow, Fauci? Is he in a bit of trouble or not? Fauci? Yes. I think that's Felching. You've got that mixed up what? with. Felch, felching is uh, when you put a uh, gerbil up your oort. Uh, felching, that's what felching is. You mean... How would you, you mean, know? You Did mean, you pick that up at the swingers you bar? You mean Anthony Fauci. Felching is completely different to Mr Fauci. Well, so what's fel what is the other one? Felching, Felching is when you place a gerbil up your bottom oh. with a view to getting some... Uh, sexual stimulation oh. and we've had that we remember we played Kiki Rosberg or whatever his name was were uh, they doing any of that the at the swingers session. bar I could play that for you we get a lot of requests to play that again I've got it on I've got it on actually repeat on this thing about how the felching session went wrong Armageddon and he, or something and he, he lit a match to put a tube up his ought to allow the match to see if he could see the rodent and it, in it ignited an intestinal a pocket of intestinal gas and it it exploded the road yeah, and I know what it did. You don't have to tell us. No, sorry, sorry. We had a little gerbil Where made what? from us from um, oh, you, you, you. from Hastings Produce. Oh, yeah, you know, with a little gerbil coming out of the making gerbils. Uh, Don. Anyway, where are we I going digress. with all this shit? I digress. You say we're waiting for Ben Fordham. Are we filling for Ben? What was that? Are we filling for Ben? No, we, we, it's a good idea to be on call when he rings in. Geez, he better ring in. It's. 929. Oh, here we go. Benny. Jesus. Don't blaspheme. Sue. You, you see, God, you can't do Sue. anything. Sue. No, don't just do it. Come, come here. Why are oh, we on? Doc. Please put it on. Why, why, why can't I? Where are we on? Doc. Go on, put it on, Sue. Please. What? <laughs> can you hear me, Doc? I can't hear the can Doc. Can you hear me, Doc? Sue, oh, where is he? Geez. Can you turn his volume up, please? Sue, hello, Sue. Where's Sue? Is Don there? Where Don? is he? Is Dan the there? Doc. It's the doc. Where I'm here. I've, I haven't got him in my earphones. Really? What what number are you? Four. Well, you should have him. You don't have me, Don. You sure you're on four? Have a look at the number on oh, the. Why on don't the, you get Rob Have a look at the number here. on the earphones. What number is is written on them? Oh, this is number four. Look five. Up the top there. 
What's that number there? Four. Do I hear six? Well, I don't know why. Someone got a seven. Doc, I can just hear you. Doc. Hello. Yes, Doc. Hello, buddy. How are you? Good. Why does he get very uptight when you're about to come on? Have you got some uh, incriminating photographs or something? No, it's, you know, that feeling when you're just, when you're getting ready for a big date and you don't really know how it's going to turn out and you get the kind of butterflies in the stomach and... He gets more than butterflies in the stomach. He's got shit on his liver. You speak about me. <laughs> yes. What the hell's wrong with as you? As soon two? as a doc comes on, you're all in awe of him John, and whatever else. John, I hey, mean, listen. you sit there on your ass. I'm trying to make mm. this a professional thing oh. so that when he rings in, that we don't hold up the number one rating man, talk man in Australia. We don't hold him up by doing exactly what we did today, not knowing if he's on or not. Yeah, but. But, boys, it, it wouldn't be the same if you guys were a professional outfit and everything was just working smoothly. It wouldn't be the same from my point of view. I think part of the charm of this podcast are the, are the rough edges that, that everyone gets to listen I to. I thought we'd smoothed out all the rough edges. I thought we were very professional. No, well, Sam got rid of the rough edges. They're no longer part of the podcast. Oh, oh, so he's buggered the podcast, has he, in your opinion? No, 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 no. The podcast has never been better. I mean, it's going berserk, and I wear my cap around the place. Uh, What, that freebie we gave you? Yeah, yeah, I didn't pay for mine. I know you didn't. You're king of contra. And guess what? I was buying some flowers for my lovely wife. Oh, Jodie. And I was wearing... Yeah, I was wearing the red cap, and this bloke just looked at me and said, How are you, Doc? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not joking. How are you, Doc? We've created a monster. <laughs> MD, MD, Dr. Ben Fordham, MD, managing hey, Don. listen, I've got one for you. Speaking of doctors, there is a report around today that humans are becoming less attractive. According to facial analysis and based on the findings, Humans are becoming uglier. I now, thought I was getting better the, the news you want to hear. Yeah. yeah go, go and what ahead. they say is the average person's face is becoming increasingly disadvantaged by modern diets, sleeping patterns, pollutants and habits. So Ooh. there aren't as many attractive people around anymore. Ooh. That is an absolute given, Doc. If you step out onto the into the public and have a look at the tree swingers who are not long out of the forests, this, the, it is extraordinary. <laughs> who are the tree swingers? The people who are the public, Don, they are the most ugly look bunch of people. I have a listen to fucking Mona Lisa. Mo- mm. Mona Lisa. But also, no, this, you've, got a, you've got to balance You've got to balance that out with, you know, the likes of Fiona and Sue because they kind of make up for some of the ugly ducklings out there. Now, Phoebe is usually in here in a trice. Uh, I'm not sure where she is today. Maybe we've become a bit hot for her. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> some of the things we said last week, I think we've, we've she shied away well, from us. But- here's one as well. Can I tell you, there's, there's some news around about relationships today. Divorces are going through the roof, according to divorce lawyers, and they reckon this is off the back of the COVID pandemic. Lawyers say that during lockdowns and the pandemic, people were giving 150% to their relationships. They've all come out the other side exhausted with nothing left in the tank. So there's a 14% increase in divorces. Almost 60,000 divorces were granted across Australia in 2021, which is when the last numbers came through. And apparently it's going to be even higher next time around, according to divorce lawyers. 
Have you guys noticed this? People calling it quits and going their separate ways? Oh, we were ahead of the curve, Doc. We are about 20 or 30 years <laughs> back, yeah. ahead of the curve, Johnny I've, and I. I've put the average up. Jeez. I've, I've, I've uh, put the queue in the rack three times as far as marriage mm. goes. Um, um, but, 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 Doc, uh, is it is it absolute, is it necessary to be married these days? The same financial constraints and legal constraints uh, apply whether you're married or not to a man or a woman or a man or a man or a woman or a woman? Mm. Does it, mm. is it, does it, is it just a title these days, Doc, do you think? Yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think people are as, you know, worried about getting married as they, as they once were. And a lot of times people are more focused on, can we have the baby? Because if you're a little bit older and you're thinking, okay, the clock is ticking, uh, a lot of people are thinking about, righto, well, let's get the baby sorted and then we can worry about the wedding. And, you know, there are so many women who are freezing their eggs at the moment, and I can understand that because it's an insurance policy. You're thinking, I really want to become a mum, but I haven't met Mr. Right just yet. Uh, and there are a lot of blokes out there like Don that aren't just that appealing to a lot of women at the moment. So they think, freeze the eggs and, and you hope to meet a, a character like Ivan or Sam at a later date. Yeah, Don, I know Don asks people down when he's in Mornington down and at the shopping centre, his opening line is, if you've got any eggs frozen that I might be able to fertilise. <laughs> and uh, uh, that it's not a great opening line, but he just well, keeps doing it. And one day someone will say, yes, come and fertilise well, him, although Don's had his agates cut out and he's had his uh, prostate removed. So it'll be a big, big call if someone goes gets, gets put up because of Don. Well, can I tell you a quick story just about divorce? I've got a mate who married his divorce lawyer. Wow. <laughs> He got who at a susceptible moment. No, so what happened was she represented him throughout his divorce proceedings and she's a very smart, very talented, very beautiful woman. And then some time later, I think it was probably two years later, he was down at a bar in Brisbane near the Story Bridge and he looked across the room and thought, hang on a moment, there's the lawyer that represented me during my divorce proceedings and he walked across the room and said, who are you waiting for? And she said, I'm waiting on some mates, but they're running late. They had a drink. They fell in love. They've now got little twin boys and they're happily married. So well, maybe Doc, it's the divorce lawyer we need to look at. Well, Doc, I, this is I, you have to take that this is true. I know someone who um, went to a guidance counsellor for marriage and ended up going out with the guidance counsellor. <laughs> and that, that that is a fact. And uh, he got divorced from his missus and went ended up uh, uh, going out with the marriage counsellor. So uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there are rules against that. But then again, who are we to get involved in the relationships and the love affairs of other people? Don't you think, Don? I mean, it's oh such no, an you're an expert. Quality. You're an expert at it. Yeah, we're, we're failures. Johnny people, and I are if, failures. So we'll listen to you because you're. No, but if, if two people find love, regardless of their circumstances, what is love? It's an idyllic situation that doesn't exist. Yeah, but. Who are we to stand in the way of it? If you fall in love with your marriage counsellor or your divorce lawyer or someone else out there, as long as everyone's of legal age and the did rest you, of it doesn't really count, just did, just do it, right? Did you say? Did you say idyllic, Don? Idyllic situation. Idyllic. Idyllic situation. Idyllic. Oh, I'll leave him alone, Sam. Oh, mate, we're now speaking listen, to a man who's got twelve words in his vocabulary and can't up. pronounce ten of them. What about the soccer? Is it creating the same enthusiasm in Sydney as it is oh, down yeah. here? Yeah, Aren't mate, they sensational? They are so good. You know, there was a really good ad that was done overseas on women's football, and what they did, they 
showed this footage of some famous blokes kicking some amazing goals. And then halfway through the ad, they reveal that they've used CGI and the players were, in fact, women scoring those amazing Sorry, goals. Sorry, CGI just, is what? Computer-generated imaging, right? So this is like AI when you, when you trick up footage. So they made it look like they were blokes when, in fact, then they show at the end of the ad they are women. And the point of the whole thing is, hey, these guys are just as talented as the blokes. And if you have a look at the interest in it, they're selling more merchandise for the Matildas than they do for the Socceroos. It's like two to one when it comes to the sale of oh, women's World so Cup They're so much journey. better than the Socceroos. This team is world class. The Socceroos battle. Yeah, uh, well, uh, two million Aussies tuned in to watch over the weekend. In fact, 2.4 million watched the game against Canada. Then we've got Denmark Monday night. And if we can beat Denmark, it's just going to be so exciting for the girls. And they did it without Sam Kerr for those First few games, so well done to the Matildas, they're on fire. So last night, Doc, I watched the USA play Portugal. Um, uh, isn't it extraordinary that we have the World Cup soccer in Australia and you can't watch any other side besides Australia? No, England were on, they played China last night oh, on free-to-air. Really? Yes. Well, yeah, but not all the games are on free-to-air. You've got to watch them on, what, is it Optus Sports or yes, something like that? you do. Have to watch them on Optus Sport. Mm. Anyhow, I, I watched uh, the USA and Portugal in New Zealand. It was the biggest crowd they've ever had for any football match ever. Any football now match. Now, listen, can I just share something with you guys? Oh, we is that do this right, thing Sam? On. Yeah, but it is. That's extraordinary. Well, well done. Yes, Doc? Sorry. Well, well done. Well done, Sam. Whatever point you made was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> now, can I tell you something far more interesting? Yeah. yeah. On hopefully, our radio hopefully. show... We have a segment called Dumb Crook of the Week. A dumb criminal of the week. Do you want to know this week's winner? Dan Andrews. No, let me share this with you. (laughs) That's quite clever, Don. Yeah, go on. An unfaithful labourer has pleaded guilty to faking his own kidnapping in order to spend New Year's Eve with a prostitute. Paul Ayera, 36, has pleaded guilty to making a false accusation an offence that carries a maximum prison term of seven years. He sent police on a $16,000 goose chase after he sent text messages to his partner claiming he'd been kidnapped when in reality he was with a prostitute in a granny flat. He sent a text message to his partner from his mobile phone saying, we will keep him with us until the morning when he gives us his bike and we'll call it square. Don't worry, no one's touching him. So that was him sending the text message to his girlfriend pretending to be the kidnapper. And when they said, don't worry, no one's touching him, well, as we all know, chances are someone was touching him in the granny flat. So the police then think, hang on, we've got a kidnapping case. So they then undertake a high-risk vehicle stop the next morning when they spotted his car. There was no kidnapper in there. It was just him. He was arrested. He's also now pleaded guilty to three unrelated charges, possessing a firearm, a prohibited weapon and ammunition. So he faked his own kidnapping to make love to an escort in the granny flat. And so he's the dumb crook of the week. Is, he, is he from a trailer park in America? No, this is New South Wales. This oh. is from the Illawarra region in New, in, in New South Wales. Oh, God. Uh, well, I, I have this written down here. This is off the wires. A man, have a, have a listen to this, Doc. A man 
broke into a school. I don't know why these particular animals were in the school. Maybe it was because it was a horticultural uh, school. Broke into a high school and had sex with a sheep and a goat. And when he was arrested in court, said that he liked uh, going out with women, but every now and again he liked to have sex with a sheep and a goat. Uh, that was mm. in that was in court. Uh, I I'm not sure if that's uh, similar to <coughs> getting a prostitute and faking your own kidnapping, but I'd suggest uh, I wouldn't like to be the woman on the uh, third in line after he'd had sex with a sheep and a goat. Uh, so, no, well, so let yeah, me that suggests that suggests someone's got a whole range of problems. I think it's fair oh, to say. I mean, Don knows really? more about animals than I do because of uh, where he lives and. He's interested in horses, but, you know, how disgraceful to do that to innocent animals, Don. <laughs> As I say, Don, I, I listened, I heard you, your very, very uh, compelling uh, interview with uh, the Prime Minister last week. Oh, very good. I saw that on YouTube too. You had him thank you, Don. F- flustered. Yes, thank you, Don. That's all right. I'm talking so, over the top. But this is a compliment <laughs> well, to Ben. Well, I, all, I thought it was terrific. Well, you had him, Benny. We've already, Thank you, Don. We've already given him the compliment and we're moving well, on. Well, look, to, I... Hang on, Don. No, I, just a minute, Don. So, sorry, sorry. I apologise. Uh, no, well, you can, then you can tell me about the other thing that we've just seen that you've done, uh, describing the fracker in the supermarket. Oh, well, how did you see that one? Uh, that came up on the um, on the um, on the machine. You know, we... we on Facebook or something like that. Comes up on something. I don't know. I yeah, turned well, it on and there you were. Well, the look, the Albo thing, I mean, I, I think Albo's a really decent bloke. He's uh, a decent individual. I think he's a, a reasonably uh, competent politician. I just think he's got this thing horribly wrong on the voice. I don't think he really thought it through. I think he's a vibe guy, and I don't think he really focuses a lot on the detail. And if you're going to change the Constitution and you know that the history of referendum in Australia tells you that most of the time they fail... Now, look, you know, it was just it was just one of those confronting interviews with Albo, and I understand it's now up on YouTube as well. And I note too in Parliament yesterday, the first question of question time, Peter Dutton asked him about it to say, "All right, well, you said one thing to Ben Fordham on 2GB, and now you're saying another thing to everyone else. Which one is it?" Uh, I, I'm just waiting on the next poll because I think the next poll is really going to be instructive for Anthony Albanese. I think if support for the Voice keeps keeps on falling and falling at the rate it's fallen since the start of the year, I'm not convinced that he'll go ahead with it. Now, I think he'll I think oh, he'll he rethink won't pull it. Now, Doc, That's this, a sign of embarrassment. No, no Doc, they'll, they'll go ahead. This is why but, but what's more, hang on a moment, what's more embarrassing, realising you're wrong and changing your approach, or Australia voting against Indigenous recognition in the Constitution because it's tied to Albo's idea of a voice? I mean... I'd be backing out of it before I'd be putting it up, knowing that the answer's going to be no. This is why we pay you the big bucks, Doc, that you've been mentioned in Parliament. How how privileged are we to have you even take this call? And I notice that uh, the Prime Minister has says that gas will be now precluded from any structure that's built from no, 2024. Pr- Hang on, Prime Minister or the Premier no, of no, Victoria? No. I thought he the said... Premier. No, I, the Premier of Victoria, I, I, I think. Thought, I thought it was a national no, thing didn't. that they CNN were going to get. Didn't no, you know what? And you know the interesting thing? You know that gas ban in Victoria? Somehow we broke that on our show in Sydney because someone sent me a text saying this comes from a good source in the industry. Daniel Andrews is going to ban gas 
in all new dwellings at 9.30 this morning. So I said that on air and I shared it with Tony Jones, who was filling in for Neil Mitchell on 3AW. And I also texted it to Neil because I thought Neil might know something. And sure enough, by 9.30 that morning, they announced it. But meanwhile, the New South Wales Premier, Chris Minns, also a Labor Premier, he was in our studio on Monday and I said, are you going to do the same? And he said, no way in the world. I mean, gas is an important part of the mix. And ask any chef about what it's like cooking with gas. It's a lot better than cooking with electricity. And if you move everyone from gas onto electricity, that puts more pressure on the electricity grid. So it seems like a very strange decision by Daniel Andrews. And you just wonder, does it have anything to do with the Commonwealth Games fiasco and the fact that he's trying to shift attention from the Commonwealth Games to something else or anything else there? Where we are broke down here, if you don't re- didn't realise, and I think it's a ploy to get a little bit of money back into the economy. If we, I- our gas fields in Bass Strait, if we can sell those, we get to put a little bit of money back into the economy. Well, I think they're very, very desperate did you the notice, Victorian government. Did you notice, Doc, that the Prime Minister of England... Is the Prime Minister of England uh, Richie Sunak? Richie Sunak. Holy mackerel. Uh, well, he has said that they are now going to recommence drilling for oil and gas in the North Sea because... Uh, the other sustainable energy sources are just not uh, producing enough to sustain a society as we know it. So they're going back to drilling for oil well, and gas. And can I you, just... And, and your good mate Donald Trump is saying the same thing. His yep. next presidential bid, he says, is going to be based on drill, drill, drill. Drill, so baby, drill. Too. How yep. well's he going? Now, listen, uh, Doc, mm-hmm. uh, this is you talk about uh, what uh, our Premier's doing. I'm just going to me- read out these things. The Westgate, the Westgate Tunnel, the East-West Link, which is a, ro- uh, a freeway, the City Loop, the Melbourne Arts pre- pre- Project, the Hoddle Street Upgrade, the Northeast Link, the Metro Tunnel and the Frankston Hospital, they are in c- a combined total of $200 billion over budget. $200 billion over budget. That's not what it costs. That's how much they yeah. are over budget. So and his excuse you wonder why uh, we are drifting into the, uh, into the ether. And his excuse, and, and you, his excuse is yeah. that they haven't got a crystal ball so they can't see into the future when they're making but you their know, budgets. But you know why everything – the reason everything goes under over budget, the reason everything goes over budget is because people underquote when they are quoting on how much the, the job will cost because they want to land the contract, right? So everyone plays down the potential costs and they say, right, oh, I reckon we can deliver this for $3 billion. And so the government of the day goes, all right, well, let's go with that guy because he reckons he can do it for $3 billion, where the others are saying 4 and 5 And then they get the contract and then after getting the contract and starting the work, they go, oh, hang on a moment. We've got some cost blowouts here. It's going to cost you 7 So that's what happens when you're always relying on consultants when you believe people when they come in with the most affordable price to do a job. Because you think about it at your own place. You want to go with someone who's going to be realistic. If you're doing some renovations, you don't want to go with a bloke who says, oh, look, I'm going to be able to do all of this for under a 1000 bucks." You want to go with the person who says, you know what, there's no way in the world that you're going to get out of this for under three grand, right? Absolutely spot on, Doc. You elected not to answer my uh, previous question about uh, the fracas in the supermarket. What happened there? Oh, yeah. With the- well, look, that was filmed in a, in a Woolworth supermarket at Tamworth in northern New South Wales. 
And look, we've seen many supermarket blow-ups, but the reason this one really stood out is because two women were going hammer and tong, belting the living daylights out of each other near aisle six. And then someone else spots it. She obviously knew one of them, and she wanted to get involved, but she had a baby in her hand at the time. So hold my baby. She passed over the baby to someone else to say, hang on to the baby so I can throw some punches as well. So, yeah, it was one of those cases that just went berserk, and the videos now had millions of views on YouTube. And wasn't that, when I saw it, there seemed to be two blokes standing watching it. You'd think they might have stepped in and tried to... Oh, uh, you'd think you'd step in and settle it down. And say, say, girls, on, girls, please. Yeah, and one of them was holding one of those beautiful barbecue chickens as well that you get from Woolies. So, you know, don't get the chicken involved. Now, listen, can I just read you another case? And, and, and this is a real case, right? Aussie man pinched mother's nipple, sent sexual text caught here. So I just want to read you this. An Aussie mum was left disturbed and unsettled after her 28-year-old son came up behind her and pinched her nipple before sending explicit messages and photos. Sydney's Downing Centre Court heard the man, who cannot be named for legal reasons, was living with his mother when the disgusting incident occurred. According to agreed facts, he drank a significant amount of Jack Daniels and Coke before arriving home. His mother had gotten out of the shower and asked him to rub sunscreen on the top of her back. As she walked away, the towel fell slightly. The man reached around her and pinched her left, left nipple and he then sent her text messages saying, don't tell anyone, rubbing that sunscreen on you was arousing. Now, this bloke is now in all sorts of trouble because his mum has taken him to police. And I love this quote. I love this quote from his lawyer. His lawyer says that he admits he did the wrong thing. He said he let his mother down something chronic. That's the quote from the lawyer. Yeah. He says he let his mother down something chronic. Yeah, they're, they're an educated lawyer. That's You fantastic. can get into trouble for sucking on nipples now. There was a well-known identity who got into a little bit of trouble last week for sucking on a lady's nipples. Oh, yeah, that was um, the former first bloke of Australia, Tim Matheson. I'd love to know how he did it. Well, well, what, yeah, how, well how, how he I was intrigued by that case as well. I mean, this is... And this has got nothing to do with Julia Gillard, the former Prime Minister, because she hasn't been with Tim Matheson for years. But, yeah, he pleaded guilty in a case, and based on the allegations, he, he sucked someone's nipple without consent. I, well, how I, I don't in know. What I, I was bamboozled though? by that. In what I don't know. I'm bamboozled as well. I was just trying to think of the various connota- – not connotations, but situations yeah, – yeah, situation that they got themselves into. Well, hang on a minute. He didn't just go up and it, this is not in Parliament or on the it's beach. It's on court. He went to court. Well, over they, it. Surely they Yeah, were. but we don't know. What you're saying, what you're getting to, Sam, is we don't know the location. They haven't said the location. So, surely they've been was, in it in a, a, was it in an establishment of some sort? Was yes. it in a private yes. setting? Was it on the street? I don't think it was on the street. And no. if you're in a private setting, one would presume that if any of that activity is happening, it would be between two consenting adults. Oh, so it points to doc. to the incident happening somewhere else. So I don't know where it could have happened. A little bit well, of two sucking. other charges were dropped, so I don't know if there's much in it, is there? Oh, well, you can't go sucking someone's nipple without consent, Don. <laughs>
What, do you ask them? No, that's not not quite right, Doc. It can be a tacit agreement. You can look someone in the eyes and and you can put the old, purse the old lips over the nips. And uh, do a bit of a just a bit of a uh, suck, and um, oh, please, and they please. they don't have to actually sign a thing saying I give you consent. It'd be a tacit no, agreement no, that uh, it's okay because we're having a bit of a revelry. Yeah, and sure, but 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 on this case, the the other party is very clearly saying there was no consent when it came to the nipple suck. How would she have her nipples out in the first place? Did she watch? She? I don't know, Sam. That's uh, I don't know. That's what they're now, listen, I've got an idea. I've got an idea for the podcast, right? Because I know that you're about to wrap me up, and I've got to go as well. But I've got an idea. <laughs> Is there a marriage counsellor listening right now? And would a marriage counsellor be willing to come into the studio to record a special edition of You Cannot Be Serious, where you try and sort out some of the niggling disagreements that seem to plague the relationship between Samuel Newman and Don Scott. Because, you know, I know it's part of the fun and banter of the podcast, but you tend to get on each other's nerves about microphones and noises and repetition and everything else. So don't you think it would be entertaining for us listeners to have a marriage counsellor in there and say, okay, Sam, first of all, tell me what you like about Don. Don, you do the same. And now, Sam, if you were to be honest... What frustrates you about Don? Which, which Don't you think that would be great? Is it, yeah. Don, Don listens and retains nothing of any conversation we have over the weeks. He said, I say, we spoke about that last week. He said, no, we didn't. He said, you've got something wrong with you. We go on and on. I ask him every week for two years to speak into the microphone. He eats on the microphone. He doesn't look at, he doesn't listen to answers. He, he butts in. He talks. Oh, what do you mean what frustrates me about him? How we keep doing this has got me buggered. Do you see what I mean, Don? Oh, well, we God, don't need seriously. a marriage counsellor. We need a psychologist or a psych- <laughs> no, a psychiatrist. I well, think they provide medication. You, uh, Don, Doc, if I may, do you know how you started to come onto this podcast? <laughs> do you know what the premise of you coming on this podcast was? Oh, no, I can't even remember. I, remember I'll, no. I'll tell you. You said you rang me and you said, I'll tell you what, mate, I listen to your podcast, I love it, but Don needs to have a psychoanalyst. He said, I need to. <laughs> come on is that true or not yeah that's true that's, that is that's true. the only reason you came on this you said i need to just speak uh, to this man because he is mm. off the planet so what no, is your prognosis doc no i said to sam i said he's actually a genius this bloke because <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing and he's quietly driving you mad and that's exactly what happens so if you are a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a therapist, and you would like to come into the studio and to sort out some of the problems, then we would all find it very seriously entertaining. So please get in contact with Sam via his many social media channels. <laughs> you up to, that's that's <laughs> why I'm whining this. Genius, you've got to be joking. He's a, a, Mate, it a would absolute be. performing buffoon. Yeah, but it would be a great listen, and let's face it, that's all you guys care about. You just want to entertain people. You want people to be happy. There's not enough smiles that go around in the world. <laughs> Doc, you're a star, um, and when you mention in Parliament, mate, I tell you what, we, you've, you just about outgrown us. you've just about outgrown <laughs> us, so uh, very nice to have never, you. Never, never, never. Right, Love you, boys. Well, I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Good boy. All the best. Okay. Bye-bye. Just now, I think he's off. I'm not sure. Hit the music. Shut up.
He's off now, so we'll... That's it, I need a coffee. Just a minute, Don, please. What we'll do is we'll just oh, God. speak about one or two other things. Oh, jeez. Because we've got, uh, we've got, a, we've got a Olympic star oh, really? coming in to be interviewed. Who? Uh, well, we'll just wait till he gets here before I announce who it is, in case he uh, has been told oh, he shouldn't okay. come in. Um, I, I was just going to mention Ian Cook before we finish, and then we'll just go to the next segment. Right? I thought he was coming in this morning, Ian Cook. Would you turn your phone That's, down? Who's that? No, I, I can't. <laughs> I didn't turn the phone off, and that oh someone just ringing on a private call saying, <laughs> Oh, God. Man, sh- shut up. Oh. Oh, that's so not unprofessional. So come and turn this off, Sue, please. I, that could be anyone. <laughs> Can't you turn the Shut phone off? I, at least I can turn the phone Ian off. Ian Cook. Yeah, are you supposed I to be on this morning? Well, I'm telling you why he's not. Or will we do this in another segment? I think so. I'd love a coffee. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. Um, all right. <laughs> well, uh, th- that's it. <laughs> 